Hey, it's Sarah, and I have some exciting news for you before we jump into the podcast this week. Starting this coming Monday, that's May 13th, I'm going to be running a two-week pocket planner sprint inside of my course, Published with Purpose. This is where you learn how to create, format, and design a high-value, action-oriented journal or planner and sell it around the world on Amazon. We run a live round every single year in the fall, and then in the spring, I often run our pocket planner round. This is where you get templates to create an amazing pocket or journal planner of your choice in a four by six inch size. And you get templates and all of the swipe files that you need to create something incredible in a short amount of time. During this round, I'm doing something a little bit different and I'm offering asynchronous support. So that means that you'll get one-on-one email support from me during the two weeks to ask questions about your design, your idea, marketing strategies, and so much more. I would love to support you inside of Publish With Purpose and you can find full enrollment details over at publishaplanner.com forward slash enroll. Just make sure that you check it out and join before doors close on Monday, May 13th. Ever since the pandemic hit, there's been a divide between what happened to you before and where you are now after. This culmination of every single experience you've ever had and this weird time and space continuum we're now sitting in where it's almost like everything is coming to the surface. People I've talked to all over have been experiencing this same phenomena, this same, how is it possible that nearly everything in my life is now at the pivotal front of my mind space on a regular basis? We're now reconsidering our lives and the lives of our society at large in deeper and more profound ways. And while I think this is really important, it's also caused a lot of us to be at a standstill, to question what our purpose is in life, and to question where we go next. This past week, I really did some deeper work, and I started asking myself, what do I actually want in my life on a daily basis, and how are my actions actually tied into that? I decided to try a bit of an experiment, and I'm excited to take you along for the journey. What if for the next week, instead of doing everything that you want to do, you instead did all of the things that you don't want to do, but have thought about doing, but have thought that might make your day more impactful, more productive, more structured? There's a lot of people that talk about flow and ease, and I've been one of them in the past. But this past week especially, I decided to really sit with what happened if I got up at the same time early every morning, went on a longer walk, did the things I didn't want to do throughout the day, and every time I noticed myself hesitating or feeling frustrated about having to do something, I did it anyway. This episode is about what happened when I did all the things I didn't want to do every day this past week. Welcome to the Mindful Productivity Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Steckler, and this is the place to be to live a more mindful and productive life. 
If you're ready to turn daily chaos into calm and start your days with intention, then get ready to join me as we dive deep into mindful living and personal productivity. It's time to connect with your true self so you can live the life you want to live. And it all starts now. Have you ever had one of those moments where you're laying in bed and you're staring at the ceiling or looking out the window and all of a sudden it hits you? Almost like letting go of a rope that's tied to a boat that's floating in the ocean. You feel this sense of complete weightlessness but loss, detachment to who you even are, and you start to ask yourself, How do I even identify who I am right now? How am I even here in this life? And in this brief, weird, almost movie-like moment, you think, I feel like I've lived a thousand lifetimes already in my existence. Thinking back on the different experiences in your life, the different friend groups you had, when maybe you felt more grounded or things made sense, and in this moment, almost nothing makes sense. It's a very surreal, detaching feeling. You can't quite put your finger on it. I'm having a hard time even explaining it. But if you've felt it before, you know exactly what I mean. And in this moment, it can almost feel as if you're about to experience some form of like crippling anxiety, or you can feel inspired to decide how your life will unfold from the very moment you're in. This past week, I decided to do something about this feeling that has crept up more and more throughout the past four or five months. While I was laying in bed, staring at the ceiling, reflecting on all the nostalgic elements of my life, the person I've been in the past who made different decisions, the person I've been in the past that worked different jobs or had different circles of friends, I felt really detached. But then I asked myself, what do I want moving forward? And not just what do I want bigger picture, but what do I want my everyday life to feel like? I then started reflecting on where I am in my life now. I started my own business about five years ago, I get to work from home, I get to structure my own days, but within that I also fell into this trap of feeling like I, because I had the element of choice, because I had this element of more abundance, I actually stopped structuring my days as much as I'd like. Now if you know me, you know that I'm incredibly productive. A lot of people ask me how in the world I get so much done, and I've went into that in podcasts prior. But one thing people don't know about me is that I still struggle sometimes with creating a foundational structure to my days. Now, a lot of this comes from the fact that I still struggle with depression and anxiety. I'm in a good place now, but there are some episodes in the podcast where I touch on this more and what my experience has been like. One thing I found is that because of past experiences with depression that left me really just like almost like I felt I couldn't get out of bed and all these things, because of those things in the past, I actually developed subconscious habits that have stuck with me more than I've been aware of. 
and I've been calling those to the forefront of my mind more and more. One of those things is that I tend to not take action right away in the morning. This habit was developed because there was a six-month period uh, during a chunk of my life years and years ago where I, my depression got so bad that I really felt like I couldn't get out of bed, and so I didn't. And sometimes it would take me the whole day to get out of bed. And there's this residual feeling to that even now. I have to actually really remind myself that I'm not depressed and that I feel good and that I can get out of bed. Thoughts and how we think about things and our beliefs around those things, they're always something you're going to have to work on. But this past week, I decided to do something different. Instead of just telling myself, oh, you should work out more, or oh, you should eat more vegetables, I instead decided to make a list of all of the things that I know I should be doing every day. Now, segue, or like side note here, I know that I am a big, I am always talking about how you shouldn't say should. But this week, I used that word and I flipped it on its head and I said, maybe there's something to it. How could I use the shoulding to my own benefit? Not from a place of shame, not from a place of lack, but really just from a place of kind of parentifying myself and being a damn adult and going, what are the things that you need to be doing every goddamn day and why are you not doing them? So that's what I decided to do. I made a list. I made a list of the things that I not only knew I should be doing every day, but I also made a list of the things that I have daydreamed about doing, but just haven't been disciplined enough or organized enough to actually sit down and do. And what I discovered was that a lot of the things that I've been wanting to do for weeks and weeks and months and months and some years actually came down to a split decision that I've been making in the moment. And you've probably been guilty of this too. You have an opportunity in front of you to either A, sit outside and read a book, or B, stay on the couch and continue to scroll on your phone. And in that split decision, you don't even realize it's a decision, but you just continue to do the thing that you've always done because it's an ingrained subconscious habit. Well, this week, I decided to instead put my mental energy into doing all of the things that I quote-unquote didn't want to do. So I made this list. I made the list. What are the things that I could do every day that would impact my day? And I got curious. So I was coming at this not from a place of shame, again, or, you know, like you're a bad person and you need to be better, but instead I got really curious. What would happen? What would happen to your happiness? What would happen to your outlook? What would happen to your productivity? What would happen to how you felt and your energy levels every single day if you did these things? And here's a couple of the things that I wrote down. I wrote down going on an hour-long walk every day, not for the sake of getting a certain amount of steps, not for the sake of doing it fast or running or any of that things. Just what would it be like to go on an hour-long walk in the morning when you get up first thing? What would that be like? That was the first thing. The other thing was filling half of my plate for lunch and dinner with steamed veggies or a salad and just doing that no matter what. The third thing was drinking at least 100 ounces of water. And one of the other things was cleaning up after myself as I went. So every time, basically the rule for the week, along with these like pivotal things, right? The other rule for the week was anytime you were like, you came upon a task that you could do to better your environment or your mindset or your health or your relationships. 
Anytime you had an opportunity to do that thing, you would do it, even if you didn't feel like it, right? Because I noticed that I'd let that slip quite a bit. So, for example, after I would create, make a meal or or, uh, create something in the kitchen, I would immediately clean up. I would immediately wash the plate. I would immediately put it in the dishwasher, even if I didn't feel like it. And here is what started to happen. The first day, I noticed that I really had to push forward through a lot of it. Didn't want to get up out of bed right away. In fact, I didn't want to do any of the things at all. I thought that maybe once I got the ball rolling, that the not wanting to do stuff frustration in my mind would dissipate or disappear, but it didn't. So I got up, I went on my walk, I came home, and what I really realized was that I was creating momentum right out the gate, right in the beginning of the day. Now, these ideas and these things aren't revolutionary. I mean, I've I've done these kind of things in the past, but I've never done it in a way that I was so intentional about really making sure and understanding that I was going to do and going to notice all the things that I didn't want to do throughout the day. And I was so blown away by how often this thought, this tiny, tiny little thought held held so much power over how my days would go. So much so that there would be moments where I would see a piece of trash on the kitchen counter And I would just feel like, ugh, I don't want to take the six extra steps to go throw that in the trash. So I wouldn't. And that piece of trash would just sit there all evening until I would see it again. And in the evening, I would think, ugh, now I would think, ugh, you didn't throw it away before. And now it's still sitting there. And then I would think, ugh, but I don't feel like throwing it away. And so I wouldn't, right? And these things would build and build and build and build. And you know what happened to that thought and to that little tiny piece of paper on the on the kitchen counter? That suddenly got so much more power over my mental energy and my day and my brain space. Because then every time I saw it, it was not only a reminder of something I didn't want to do, but it was also a reminder of how I wasn't taking action on making my environment a better space. So that piece of trash that I decided not to take action on putting in the trash suddenly had so much more power and weight over my entire day to the point where I didn't even kind of want to go into the kitchen, right, on like day two or day three of this situation because there was not only more trash, but then there was like that feeling of, ugh, it's just going to take a long time or ugh, it's just going to be a bad experience. Think about how crazy that is versus this week where anytime I saw something that had fallen on the ground or that was on the kitchen counter or yada, 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 I immediately took care of it. I immediately said, oh, there it is and walked the six steps and threw it away. Now, this might sound like the most obvious thing to you, but I can't tell you how freaking life-changing it has been this entire week. Every time I saw something that needed to be walked back to my office, that needed to be like I have a, uh, I had like a, I drink a lot of seltzers and I had like an empty seltzer can in my office. Instead of just leaving it there and being like, oh, I don't feel like moving that back to the recycling right now or I don't feel like going back and forth. I just did it. I would just pick up the thing and do it. If I saw something that needed to happen, I would take action. And that's entirely how every single day this past week has been. And you guys, I have had one of the best weeks I've had in so long. I've not only had more mental energy, but I felt so good. You build self-efficacy around yourself when you're taking action and doing things. And if you're someone that already does these things, then more power to you. But I think since the pandemic has happened, especially, there's been a lot of things that we've had to do. There's been a lot of self-soothing. There's been a lot of like, how do I adjust to my new way of life? Whatever that looks like for you. And within that, there's been periods of time where I think we're really on top of things. And then other periods of time where we're like, I just can't 
can't even function. What do I, what am I even doing? And that's the trap that I fell into. So seriously, like as you're listening to this podcast, look around your room or whatever you're doing. If you're on a walk, like what are things that have been bothering you that you know you need to do that you just haven't done because you just don't want to do them? I'm talking about like the littlest, most mundane things too. I'm talking about maybe there's like some apps on your iPhone that are just kind of in the way or bulky or every time you scroll to the fifth page of apps, you're like, ugh, why do I have all these apps? Go delete them. What if you went through your phone, your phone photos and deleted the photos that you don't need there anymore, right? What if you went to your desktop computer and just deleted the shit that's on your desktop and emptied your recycling bin? What if you took 10 minutes and made sure that your kitchen counters were clean and that the whole kitchen was sparkling? What if you did these things every day as you had the opportunity to do them and you just took action? I thought for the longest time that so much of my happiness was built around my decision to be able to choose what I thought I wanted in the moment. And what this past week has shown me is that actually my happiness comes from being disciplined and creating structure and doing things throughout the day to keep my happiness like at the front of my mind. And what I really realized was that The moments before I didn't want to do something, like here's another example. For lunch the other day, I was like, oh, I don't feel like a lot of times I'll just power through if I'm like really in the zone. I'll be like, I don't need to stop and eat. Um, And a lot of times I'll fast. So I'll do intermittent fasting and I won't eat till like one or noon or whatever. And so sometimes I'll power through that, though, and be like, I'll just I'll just fast longer, even though I'm like definitely ready to eat. Like, I'll just keep working. I'll just keep working because I don't want to have to stop and go to the kitchen and cook something. Well, this happened to me the other day. I was having that thought. I was in work mode and I was like, I don't want to stop and make food. I don't want to have to stop and like go steam vegetables. I don't want to have to do that. And I was like, well, there it is. So I was like immediately stopped what I was doing, walked into the kitchen and took action. Got out my little steamer, did all the stuff, started making some potatoes. I love eating like potatoes and hummus and chives and then like steamed veggies. And so I was making all of that and it hit me about 30 seconds into being in the kitchen and doing all these activity, doing all these actions that I thought I didn't want to do, that once I started doing them, it's not like it was torturous. It's not like boiling the water to steam the vegetables was like aggravating. It's not like I suddenly was like, oh, I would do anything to be back on my computer working or, oh, I'm so mad that I have to be standing in the kitchen. No, no. Instead, I was just, that was the new moment I was in. That was my new reality. And I was able to just accept it for what it is. Does that make sense? So I I realized that a lot of my thoughts around what I thought I wanted, around what I thought I didn't want, actually weren't true at all. In fact, a lot of it was more so my discomfort from transitioning from what I was doing to doing something else. And that is one of the realizations I had is that that breakdown of, oh, okay, so what you actually don't like more than anything is being disrupted. You don't like things disrupting your day, whether that means having to stop and pick up a piece of trash and walk it to the trash can or to stop working and go make some lunch, you don't like that transition period. And so I was really aware of that. And I realized that like, even that that discomfort of like having to accept you have to stop what you're doing right now and go do something else. My thoughts around how awful that would be, were actually not nearly as bad. The the moment of going, you're going to stop and go do something else, 
it's not that big of a deal. I hope this is making sense. And so that was revolutionary to me. And then also, like, I, I, I remember thinking, like, oh, I don't want to make this lunch because, you know, it takes a minute to steam some vegetables, about 10 minutes or something or so. And um, I didn't want to do it. But then once I was in there doing it, I was like, man, I didn't realize how much I needed this break. Man, I didn't realize how much I actually needed to step away from my work to get a little bit of clarity on the project I'm working on. And so as I did that, and as I took the break, I was like, wow. And then, you know, lunch was fantastic. And I was fueled and my body felt good. I steamed a whole pound of vegetables. I ate half of it, half of that pound of veggies with lunch. And then I had the other half ready to go for dinner. So not only was this a great decision, but it also helped me later in the evening when it came to making my dinner. Another thing I realized was I always know that I love moving my body. I know that I love walking. I know that I love being out in nature. But what I really realized was the barrier to that for me was that I I have so often in the past couple of months put that off or not done it at all because I really what I didn't think I wanted was to have to step away from working or have to step away from watching TV or step away right from whatever I'm doing right. It comes back to that down to that transition thing again. I was so reluctant, so hesitant to have to stop and pull myself away from something that I wasn't taking action on moving my body that much. I would think of my day as this like time blocks, right? And I was like feeling like so selfish in a way about the time I had for working or doing a specific thing. And I didn't want to sacrifice any time for anything else. But what I realized is that Going on a walk, getting away from my work, right? And this is this was a big reminder for me because I've talked about Thrive Time before. I've talked about the importance of breaks. I mean, I talk about mindful productivity, right? That the whole point is to incorporate breaks into your life. But what I realized, and this is part of the work, right, is I had to catch myself and where I was failing there. And what I realized going on these walks was that maybe even 30 seconds into a walk, right? Or like that transition phase of, ugh, now I got to change into my workout gear, like blah, 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 right? (laughs) And I've got to like go down the stairs and get out the door and blah, blah, blah. That transition phase was like 30 seconds of just kind of being in my head. But once I got out the door and about like, you know, another two minutes like out into the road and into nature and on the walk, I always felt like, damn, I'm so glad I did this. Man, I'm so glad I... I'm so glad I'm on this walk. And every time this week that I've been on this walk, that I've just taken time. And one thing I'm doing is I'm like slowly walking. Like I'm not I'm not walking for steps, right? I'm not walking to walk super fast or any of that kind of stuff. I'm walking just for the sake of my mental health, really, and moving my body. And what I've noticed is that there's always clarity. There's always clarity that happens. I always end the walk feeling like, oh, that's what you're going to do for this new framework you're working on, or that's how you're going to handle this um, new sales page, or this is how you're going to put together that beginning step in your new course or that podcast episode you've been thinking about. I always come back with clarity, or I always come back with more confidence or a realization about my mind-body connection, whatever it is. And so taking breaks, making sure that you're doing these things that you don't think you want to do throughout the day, every day, they're all super important, right? Not doing the work is just as important as doing the work. Does that make sense? Working is just as important as not working. Doing the stuff that you need to do to move the needle in your business and your projects and completing all those tasks, that's just as important as sleeping, as taking breaks, as not doing things is as well. 
When it comes down to it, when I reflect on this past week, what I really learned is that I've actually had one of the best weeks that I've had in months because of doing the things that I thought I didn't want to do. And now I'm also finding that I'm just doing those things more automatically. You know, people say like it takes like 60 days or however much time to like for things to become a habit. But I really believe that when you create momentum in your life and you just start doing things, you'll just start doing more of those things, right? Like it's always like I love that analogy of like you'll you crave what you eat. It's true. The more vegetables you eat, the more vegetables you'll want to eat, the more vegetables you'll crave. It's like that with, you know, with good things and bad things, if you will. It's like that with positive experiences and negative experiences. The more you cultivate of something, the more you take action on something, the more of that action you'll want. The more I walk, the more I want to walk. I've actually went on doubles quite a bit this week where I've went on a walk in the morning and then I've just like had to go on another walk in the evening. Something that I didn't think I was necessarily going to want to do, right? And so that's what's really interesting is that ultimately these things, all of these things, and there's a much longer list that I won't get into in today's episode, but all of these things that I ultimately thought I didn't want to do, once I started doing them, once I started taking action on them, once I realized there was only like a five to 30 second like uh, period of me throwing a mental mad fit and that ended and that was not like part of my day forever, I really started realizing that all these things I didn't want to do actually were things I do want to do. I do want to do them because when I do them, I actually feel better. I feel good. My day's better. My day's more structured. I have more energy, more mental clarity. I feel better in my body. I'm not as bloated this week. I feel stronger. Um, I've noticed that some of my like lower back pain has went away from like stretching and exercising. My walks have led me into doing stretches. My walks have led me into looking up mobility training videos on YouTube and doing some of that. My walks have led me into thinking about how I might want to do more meditation after the fact. My walks have given me clarity in my business, having structure around my meals and making sure I'm eating more nutrient-dense foods has really made me realize how much junk I was eating and how I feel like a whole different, better person when I'm not eating processed foods. Every single action that you decide to take will lead to not only clarity and awareness and realizations, but it will also lead to new actions. It will catapult you into like living a better life, whether you choose to or not. Decide today to take action on doing the things that you don't think you wanna do for the next week. I challenge you and report back. Come follow me on Instagram. I'm at Mindful Productivity Blog. Let me know what happens when you start doing the things you don't think you want to do every day. I'm telling you, it will change your life. It's changed mine, and I'm not stopping. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, please let me know by leaving a written review on iTunes so other people can find the show. You can always find all of my courses, products, and planners and journals by visiting mindfulproductivityblog.com. I'll see you guys here next week, every Monday, right here on the podcast. Have a good one.